0: The Real Estate Revolution Radio Show is designed to educate Missoula homeowners and home buyers how to navigate the uncharted waters of the current Western Montana real estate market in an educational, often edgy, and high-energy fashion with host Jason Baker. Jason will teach you all the secrets on how to win with real estate, from listing your property to purchasing investments. Jason has you covered. Be sure to check the home of the week, the good news, and current market updates each week. Jason is revolutionizing the real estate experience for over 100 clients a year. Welcome to Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker, and Jason, happy Sunday to you, my friend. Happy. What are you doing up so early? I know. I, I'm already on my second quart of coffee this yeah, morning. The second
1: quart? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I figured you'd be by a gallon by now, baby. Second gallon. <laughs> and I'm telling it's you cheaper what. cheaper
0: than gas. What is that? What is that?
1: <laughs> the, the amount of calories we consume in creamer? I don't do the creamer. You, d- you I've, drink I've, it black? I've
0: been in radio for far too long to have... I, if, if you're in radio, it's prerequisite that you have to drink black coffee. You do. Yeah. So is there something behind Is that because, like, it's just all part of the trade? I got a funny story it's about
1: all that. Part of the it's trade. all part of the trade. Yeah. So I was taking a class on public speaking when I was young. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think they call that like four chins ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, uh, and the guy's like, Jason, all right. So one of the things you cannot do, you cannot, uh, you cannot. Drink milk before you're doing a seminar, uh-huh. yeah. right? And yeah. they, and I, and I don't know if they tell you the same thing on radio, right? So, yeah. so what do I do? So I'm in the hotel. We're down in Vegas. I'm in the hotel. Most of this class on public speaking, and I go in there, and I just have a large glass of milk. And, but it was my turn that day to do, the, to, to do the public speaking. So I was in there and I'm going, oh, I'm like, do. About, about 45 seconds in, I, I, like, I started like coughing and choking.
0: Mm.
1: And he goes, uh, did you follow all the guidelines I gave yesterday? And I'm like, no. He's like, tell me what you had for breakfast. And I go, well, and milk. He goes, bingo, class? And then he embarrassed me in front of the whole class. It was pretty funny. B so, yeah. anyway. plus, I guess, is why you ended up in that class, huh? <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, I got a topic for today. Okay. So, it's limited inventory. Now, we've been touching on bits and pieces about this, mm-hmm. but I had a person ask me the other day, Jason, why is the inventory limited? Right. We talk about how we get out of it, you know, certain things like why selling now is more advantageous than waiting and, and how you can stay in your home and definitely if you list and sell now and blah, blah, blah. But we've gone over that, but we never really have talked about all of the actual reasons why we have limited inventory and then since i never bring an issue or a problem without solutions what is it that we can do to okay, increase to increase, to, to increase the inventory yeah. but, you know as a community um, as a state so I just wanted to hop right into that,
0: yeah, and then because um, inventory you know, is dwindling, we're getting closer and closer to the peak season. I, I so.
1: just, you know, it's it's it, so it is it's crazy. It's uh, you know our our home of the weeks are just you know virtually today. I had to go scour through and try to find yeah. <laughs> try, try, try to find because it's like you know you put them on and they're they're gone uh, right away. So things are still. So I just was looking up, um, you know, Rivoli County right now has about. Uh, about forty-five single-family resident homes for sale. Uh, excuse me, ninety-five uh, uh, single-family resident homes for sale. Missoula so, so County, the
0: Bitterroot itself. Basically. The Bitterroot
1: has ninety-five. Yeah, the yep. whole entire thing. Yep, yep. And um, you know, uh, Thursday or uh, yeah, Thursday. I went fishing down in River Valley County. I won't say where, but we did really good. There's this big, large stonefly bug. It comes out this time of year. Yeah, and I think they call them squalos. Yep. I saw, and I saw yesterday them. it was snowing on us, and or Thursday we were it was snowing on us and blowing on us, and and uh, but it was gorgeous. We we're the only boat on this stretch of river.
0: Yeah. And the water's still in good condition.
1: The too. The water they said has been up, but for us it was crystal clear. Yeah. You know where we were. Didn't see another person, another boat, and uh, yeah, we did, I caught fourteen yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, mostly on nymphs, uh, and then or uh, uh, nymph and uh, worm dropper, and then. Uh, uh, at the end, he's like, well, you know, once it warmed up to like 30, yeah. <laughs> he was like, had all my duck hunting gear on, you know, <laughs> it warmed up to 30. We uh, uh, started uh, dry fly fishing and uh, sun came out a little bit and I caught three. Uh, on the fly, which was great. Cool. Yeah, so it was yeah. pretty good. Yep, and I didn't kill anybody either with my backcast.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you, didn't, you didn't give anybody any cool Cause, new. Because I am not
1: winning any form awards <laughs>
0: when
1: it comes to that.
0: So you anyway. didn't give your guy, your the so, guy on the sticks, uh, any cool new piercings. Yeah,
1: no, I tried like I tried like heck to give one of them like what are they a tongue piercing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I the the, the 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 so this whole thing started. Oh, and I call the name of this report that I wrote that has twenty one points on it. there's two things really we're going to look at. Why the inventory is limited, like step-by-step. This comes from experts, seminars I've been to, uh, my own uh, goings-on locally. In my opinion, we're going to see a decrease in appreciation uh, or home price increases over the next, you know, in 2022 versus 2021. Uh, The reason for that, you know, because we had a 25 to 30% jump in prices in 2021, which is fantastic. I mean, that's a great return on investment, you know, for sure. Um, But rates are rising every day. They're up over 5% right now. People can't Believe that because just you know, a couple months ago, they're at 2.6 2.7 percent. When was the last time it was that high? Uh, it was Jimmy Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter. No, (laughs) there was a time where it went over five percent. I believe it was 2019 or early 2020. Okay, yeah, it actually went up that high. It, It was a blip on the radar, yeah, wasn't long, yeah, it was not long, and they and they came back down. So it started during and around the election, which was what 2018. Uh, for the midterms, yeah. right? So it happened right around that, like a month before that, and it went until January. So I believe it was uh, October of 2018 through January of 2019 okay. is when I, I saw that. And it, it slowed everything down. But listen, rates are rising. Inflation is high, like Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Okay, Jimmy Carter. I mean, it's worse than that, right? When you spend as much money as our government spends, there's no way that the inflation's not coming. I mean, I mean it's crazy. So daily living is, you know, here's something that people don't realize. Look, you know, we talked a little bit about you know we caught co- you know making all these Costco jokes, but daily living is way more expensive. Gas, groceries, cars. This affects. So, so you're going to buy a house. Your interest rates, you know, two and a half points higher than it was, uh, you know, a very short time ago. And then now, uh, you know, uh, everything you go buy is more. Well, that they don't figure that out on your debt to income ratio. Your lender doesn't know how much you're spending on groceries. That's not a right. question that they ask you on that form. Yeah. But you know it damn well.
0: Yeah, you, you know what you're spending you can on. Feel them. it. Yeah. What was so, the number? The number I heard was uh, each every family's gonna expect about $5,000 a year. Yeah, more. exactly. Yeah. Just in expenses like groceries. Your kids must not eat that much. Uh, he's getting there. He's getting there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Dude, I think I'm doing like 5000 a month. Yeah. <laughs> and like, most of that's yeah, milk. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. milk you know, cereal. Yeah, you know, I just I, I give you a couple of alfalfa sprouts every day. You agree with me? <laughs> <laughs> so huh. so, so it is. I'm just like, oh my, so people are struggling. I mean, it is, it's expensive out there, you know? So this is eventually going to affect uh, housing, and we're starting to see it a little bit. We're going to, lose here's the big one we're gonna lose 30 to 40 percent of our buyer pool in my opinion because they're priced out of the market so case in point we had a client that was looking uh, went with us the other day to look at a, a, a condo it was listed at $350,000. and she, a great past client of mine just just a great gal and she uh, she'll, she I'm like well you probably need to go requalify so she requalifies now. she she only pre-qualified now because of the rise in interest rate of uh,
0: what was it 250 or 260 now. oh sad. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like. That's that's what I'm afraid of. I was pre qualified before the pandemic. Yeah. And now I'm worried what it would be like.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah.
0: I got to look into it. You have to. I should.
1: You, you, yeah, you really need to requalify. Yeah. So, um, so that was crazy. So that's going to be happening, and because of that, people that could have bought in last week or, or last month or the month before that can no longer buy. So I think we're going to lose the you know thirty to forty percent of our buyer pool because not everybody in Missoula is trying to buy something for a million bucks or in v- Ravalli County trying to buy something for a million bucks. Right. Most people are trying to buy around the average sale you know four to five hundred thousand. You know, and it, you know now maybe they're only going to be able to afford three hundred thousand. Eventually, that's going to have a toll on the amount of showings. And then the amount of offer, like less showings, because less people approved, so there's going to be less showings, so there's going to be less offers on each home, and then the houses are going to sell for less, and it's going to be a snowball effect, and the snowball effect does take six to 12 months, but there's no way that we're not going to see some sort of a change.
0: It's you, just you feel impossible. It's going to start going on its way down. I don't know the that the prices go are up? going to go
1: down, but I think the inventory. I think the days on market are going to go up because there's less actual buyers. Right. I actually think that. Um, I think we're going to see a le- not a leveling off of prices this year, but a cooling down of appreciation this year. I think you're going to see longer days on market. The longer they sit there, the more the inventory bills. Now, could we could we use that right now? Absolutely. Could buyers start winning again because there's more inventory? Sure, but you know a lot of them aren't going to be able to win because they're not going to be able to afford anything that they
0: would actually live in. So you're saying that the you're saying the open houses are eventually going to stop looking like music festivals? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, they're going
1: to be, be they got the big blankets on the front you know, front <laughs> right. lawn, you know, I get smoke wafting, you know, all these kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs>
0: partly cloudy skies. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah,
1: what kind of cookies are they serving at those open houses?
0: <laughs> oh, cool. So we're going to find out today how to increase the inventory, though, how we can all kind of uh, participate in hoping to increase the inventory, yeah, exactly. and uh, that's all coming up right after a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more. Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker after this.
2: Hey, your friend Sean Hannity here with some personal advice for home sellers. Now, there are various companies or agents that will offer to give you cash up front for your home, but be careful. Now, often there are dramatically lower prices or hidden fees that the average person can miss, and that can cost you a lot of money. That's why I prefer to work with a great, smart real estate agent that truly knows the local market and can give me the best advice and put the most money in my pocket. I'm talking about Jason Baker of Rise Realty Montana. Now, Jason can give you an instant cash offer or, with his accelerated demand program, Well, he turns up the marketing and gets you the most money for your home. But more importantly, he can help you look at all the options with hundreds of potential buyers, and that creates demand for your home and helps your home sell at a price and deadline that you agree to, or he buys it. Don't leave money on the table. Talk to the only agent in town I recommend. Call Jason at 552-4443. Online, jasonbakerteam.com. That's jasonbakerteam.com. From listing
0: your property to purchasing investments, Jason Baker has got you covered. Time for more of the Real Estate Revolution Show. Welcome back to Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker. Jason, today we're talking about how we can help increase the inventory of housing. That's right. All you got to do is just call me. Okay, show's over. Yeah, that's it. Call Jason. (laughs) That's it.
1: No, we're we're going to talk a little bit about why, and then we're going to talk about how to fix it. So, you know, the first thing that... It, that happened, you know, when this whole pandemic came about is people realized they weren't happy in the house that they were in, mm-hmm. right? So, so many people started working from home, everything else. So, they, they needed an office now. They didn't have an office, you know what I mean? The kids are just running around, bah! you know, they, right. they, they need a place to lock themselves in, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes there was families being combined and sometimes the families were, you know, like, you know, if there was a multi-generational family or something or, you know, in the, you know, the per- the, the elderly person who, of course, were uh, most affected by COVID yeah. were like, you know what? Stay, stay away from me, little booger eaters, you know, the right? kids, you yeah. know like,
0: you know, I like, don't want to grandma, be affected. Grandma's lived in a camper in the That's backyard. exactly
1: right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So grandma was sent to Siberia. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so sometimes families came together for that same reason to mm-hmm. take care of uh, someone or sometimes they they went apart. But regardless, there was a there was a need. There was a almost a, like a, a rush of buyers uh, there because there was a different need. So people needed something different. So at first, that didn't really make a huge difference. But you'll see why here in a little bit yeah. why it did. So people realized they weren't happy in the house. I ran point number one point number two out-of-state people want to escape the pandemic in any way possible. They're living in a high-rise. Uh, you know, they're, they're in the city. They want to be in the country. I call and, them COVID refugees. Yeah, COVID refugees. And, and, and here's the first one. Number three, local Montanans wanted to get away from the
0: out-of-staters. <laughs> so, That's
1: true. <laughs> that is true, yeah. So, yeah, I did. I moved down Florence, uh, and I surrounded myself with uh, lots of aspen trees and and, and acreage, and uh, I sit right in the middle of all that. So, But um, anyway, number four, no offense, no offense, everybody. Uh, number four, spouses got sick of each other. Right. Now there's, now there's a need for two houses versus one. So, so that ate up some of the inventory, right? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, they got sick of it. Here's another one. COVID babies. So, you know, so now they need a bigger house. Right. Right. So that ate up some of the inventory, Mm -hmm. you know? So, but anyways, people, and then people didn't want to sell because they didn't want to have people in their house, mm-hmm. right? Unless they were like wearing a hazmat suit or something, they're like stay out of here. Because they didn't know what it was. You know, you're watching the ticker tape. You are watching, you know, nowhere do they ever say that 99.8 of the people are the percent of the people
0: are okay. You never ever saw that. You always it's just such, saw like such a weird time. It's
1: such a weird time. It's like you walk <laughs> out of the house and it's like you, like you're afraid you're going to just like drop dead instantly, right? So following
0: it, you around with a can of Lysol. Yeah, that.
1: that's exactly right. Yeah. So they didn't want to sell because they didn't want people in their house, right? Because we thought that hand sanitizer was the answer, even though this is an airborne disease, right? We right. just didn't. No, there's just so much like unknown, right? Right at the first, because we just weren't here on the right stuff, right? There's not enough new builds in this market. Right. Like virtually, I think if they built a thousand homes, five hundred thousand dollars or less, they would be under contract within about negative, you know, eight seconds. Right. frankly.
0: It looks like they're popping up everywhere though, new builds. It
1: looks that way. A lot of them are pre-sold. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of subdivisions where they're where they're not where where you can just go in there and buy. I mean, we virtually need literally Two or three hundred more new homes, in my opinion, than we have right now that are affordable. Yeah, you're seeing these homes pop up. They're a million bucks or a million bucks or a million bucks. You know, like, okay. You know, so, you know, the average family around here is not buying that, yeah. especially not with, a, you know, over 5% interest rate right now. And I'm if, not a lender. If you're buying that, that
0: high, is, yeah. is, is it a good chance it'll depreciate? <sighs> it, so it, it,
1: all I can talk about is a last boom and we're not in the last bust. Mm-hmm. We're not in something like that because there's no subprime loans and nor should we think that there's going to be this bubble like that. Okay. Unless it's like World War III, it won't matter. And nuke, yeah. nuke goes off, you know, something like that, you know, act of God, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is that no, it's, it's not really, it's, it's not that bad. Um, but when anytime there's a market shift, the higher end stuff does depreciate more, you know, because 10 percent of the two millions, more than 10 percent of 200,000. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to lose. That. I can't do that. You have to do that math. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. so. Uh, and and the, the, but the big one is sellers aren't selling. And we've talked about this extensively on the show. And we're not going to cover this anymore today because we've already covered it a lot. If anyone has any questions, they can just call me. But sellers aren't selling because they feel like they got nowhere to go. Yeah. Okay. When in fact that's that's not true. They they do. They just have to have a responsive a team, someone who's constantly looking, someone who takes a lot of listings, and they have to understand that they can. And again, we're not going to beat this dead horse, but they can stay in their dang house for sure every single time until they find something else. They don't have to move out if your agent sets it up correctly. Period. Yeah.
0: Do you believe show me? number two on our podcast? Show number two
1: in our podcast and probably four and five and every other one. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. that because that's a big thing. Yeah. So I just want to talk about like, all right, so so th- those are the reasons why, right? The six or seven reasons. But what the heck can we do? Because mm-hmm. it's like th- th- that that's the most important thing. So this has a lot to do with, you know, talking to people in my own profession uh, a lot more than like, you know, the general public. So you're networking with other agencies, I mean? am. Yeah. yeah. We're going to start a and, and I'll have more on this, but we're going to start. I, I find the only way that we can can fix this is through education, both of the public, both of organizations, both of, you know, builders, developers, uh, you know, dare I say politicians and things like that. But realistically what I can do, I'm not going to do a thing for them. Uh, Realistically for the, you know, politicians, they're, they're beyond hope. But anyway, but the fact of the matter is, is that, um, what, who I can do it for is I can teach buyers, I can teach sellers, and I can teach other agents, because that's what I do. And if I approach that like a heart of a teacher, you know, so we're going to have monthly masterminds, and more on that later, where we invite the whole, and it's not recruiting, okay? Because the first thing, any other real estate agent or broker is going to say, Jason's a recruiting agent. It's not true. I'll sign a waiver. But we need to get everybody together. And we need to teach them how Just to take have, have a think tank. We have a need to have a freaking think tank on how to take listings, period. Yeah. Because buyers need them. Yeah. It's a, it's a fact, right? And we need to educate them on how to do that. But anyway, number here we go. This is number eight of my points with the first one what do we do to fix it? Six or seven million people in this country are still going to sell their home. And last time I checked, you have to have a listing in order, in order to sell, to sell, to sell it. it. Yeah. Can't sell thin air, can you? No. They'll try, <laughs> but they can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can sell hot air. Back to the politician. Well, going back yeah. to the politician. That's team. right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We think a lot alike. <laughs> that's no, right. just and it, have you noticed how politically correct I am, Casey? Yeah, yeah. I bite my tongue all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, but you need to work with whoever your agent is. You got to make sure that if there a new new house comes on the market right away, that boom, you're right on it, right? And especially if you're selling it, they know how to explain how to stay in your home until you find your next one. That's the, that's that's important. I believe we call it FOMO, though. FOMO.
0: Fear, FOMO. fear of missing, fear of missing it's out. That yeah. that anxiety of not knowing that you have to be there. Like, I think, a, I think a business plan for
1: you and I is we need to get, like, one of those, like, like I don't know what they are, MMA or UFC, like, uh, rings. Yeah, we'll octagon. just put them in the front hard. Just speak of the open houses. we we'll get an octagon. Absolutely. An <laughs> octagon. That's right, baby. We'll put that octagon right in the front yard. You know what I mean? Maybe on top of the tramp.
0: Just I mean, give, just give think. Give some gloves and battle it out. Absolutely. Huh? Gloves? Yeah. That's bare knuckle. Come on. This is 2022 housing market. we can do something really cool, like give them cocktail swords. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to battle to the death with cocktail swords.
1: The funnest thing in the world is whapping your kid with one of those Swords. Yeah. Oh, they love it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, it, but n- normally both of them come out and uh, ambush me with theirs. So, uh, Ethan and Cassie. But anyways, um we need to make we need to demand price accountability with suppliers. Make sure they're not overpaying. Like, if someone's gouging you, like, like how do gas prices go up fifty cents in one day? Like, that the gas in that tank they paid less for. Right. Right. So it's like so there's a lot of price price guy. We need to just anybody who's doing that to the general public to the builders developers just stop using them. Builders need to build more. There's a lot to that. They Would love to. I think if the capital was more readily available, the interest rates were lower, the lumber was available, um, all of these things. Um, I'm not sure how we have a shortage. I believe it's all by design. But the fact of the matter is, we need to figure that out. We need to be more vocal as as a world. There's uh, not
0: there's not as much of a shortage on building supplies as there was, though. I think that's
1: correct. But they're still you know they're still turning the dial on those prices, and they need to turn those dials down. I understand capitalism and everything like that, but there's a point where. Uh, you know, corporatism takes over. That's where you see more of the greed, I think, than, than the traditional sense of the word capitalism.
0: But, but the lumber's yeah. not floating in a, out in the ocean somewhere. No,
1: though. yeah, it very well could be. Well, they say there's like half a million ships out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. I mean, think of all the—they fi- could turn them into fishing charters while they're waiting to dock. Why not? You know, it'd be great. So, we, just so demanding the price accountability. And, you know, what I've seen is— I'm seeing less and less agents take listings, like different agents take listings, like... And I'm seeing more of the same agents take, you know, more of the experienced agents taking them. So I'm seeing agents getting frustrated and giving up on finding listings because right now what we do not have out there is a, a shortage of buyer leads or buyer interest. We have a shortage of listings. Mm-hmm. I think I looked in the MLS and in, I believe it was Missoula County, 300 less residential homes sold last year than the year prior. And, you know, so if if that's the actual number, I, I haven't looked for a couple months, but that's what I recall. And if that's the actual number, that means 600 less transactions, 600 less sides, because there's two sides a buyer and a seller side, right, uh, overall. And that's a, that's, hu- that's a humongous, you know, difference. So We've got to have our agents locally really not giving up on finding is listings.
0: prospecting, calling? It's,
1: it is, it's, it's great. It, it actually is. I, there's no way I can beat around the bush. I've get, What I'm good at is reaching out to the people whom I know and just ask them, do you know anyone looking to sell? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what I just don't get. It, on our license, it says real estate salesperson. That's what it says. It does, say salesperson? it does. Can you believe that? Oh yeah, I know, very loosely. It's kind of derogatory. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God. You know, and, and imagine imagine that a salesperson would actually have to sell. It's like, can you imagine walking into a dentist's office who work on teeth and he's like I'm afraid to tell you what I do. I'm afraid. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, I, I'm just so afraid. You know, it's like, I, I, I sell real estate. That's my job. That's what I'm good at. I'm not afraid to tell anybody I do that. Now, am I going to call them every day and make them mad? No. Yeah. But if I call them every, if day, they're my friend or someone I know, and I call them every three months and say, have you heard of anyone looking to buy or sell real estate? If we all did that, there wouldn't be an inventory shortage. If we emailed them or texted them or reached it's out to them on Facebook, though, right? it's Eventually. just a numbers game, though, yeah. right? Eventually, a numbers game. If you, if if every agent in this town would just talk to twenty of their sphere people that they and know, they got one percent say yes. We'd be it'd be uh, this this thing would be over with, right? It would be because then the big thing that we talked about was uh, the people who are afraid to sell because they're afraid they won't find anything won't have that problem. Because there'll be so much out there and they'll all come on all at the same time. That's the only way I can fix that is with our mastermind every month is just train them, you know, how to, what to do, how to say the systems that we use in order to do that effectively. Well, and just encourage people to pick up the phone and call. And you know what? You know what I can honestly say? Since I got into this business in 2013, before before that, I did mortgages for 10 or 11 years. I can honestly say that... I've only had a few handfuls of people out of tens of thousands of conversations hang up with me that whole entire time. Right. Because most, a lot of times I'm the only one that has ever called them that day, that week, that yeah. month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the other thing, pick up the damn phone and call your relatives. Yeah. You know, sorry, just do it. And if you need forgiveness, just ask in. for it. If you need to forgive somebody, forgive somebody, especially through COVID. Everybody's lonely. Yeah. But don't get me going
0: on that. As long as it's not like my uncle, you call him and you better pack a lunch because it's going to take all day to get through that conversation.
1: You know, but what if you (laughs) called him more often?
0: Well, then he probably would. You're, you know, you're, he's still that guy. He, he would be. He, he he tries to go from A to B and use every letter in between. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So so, anyways, put him on a do not call list. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. There. You got more. You got more, right? As far as the um, yeah, I got a couple more. Okay, tell you what, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we're gonna come back with more Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker right after this.
2: Hey, if you are in the market to make the most money for your home, Sean Hannity
0: here with some important advice. Now,
2: look, I'm an active investor. I have bought and sold a lot of properties in hot, cold, moderate markets. And one of the lessons I have learned is this. Hire the agent that knows how to create the most demand for your home. Now, if I needed to create demand in this market, no question, there's only one real estate agent I trust if I needed to sell my home. I'm talking about Jason Baker of Rise Realty Montana. Now, Jason can give you an instant cash offer or with his accelerated demand program, Well, he turns up the marketing and gets you the most money for your home. While the average agent sells a home or two every month and only spends a couple of hundred bucks on marketing a year, Jason spends thousands of dollars every month to attract thousands of buyers. Now, that helps you generate multiple offers and sell your home for the most money possible. Now, anyone can give you a home evaluation. Call the agent that creates the most demand. Call Jason at 552-4443. Online, jasonbakerteam.com. That's jasonbakerteam.com. From listing your
0: property to purchasing investments, Jason Baker has got you covered. Time for more of the Real Estate Revolution Show. Welcome back to Real Estate Revolution Radio with Jason Baker. And Jason, we've been talking today about how we can increase the inventory, which is already pretty low here in western Montana. Yeah, it's it's extremely low.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it, it's in Missoula. What I, I was saying at the beginning of the show, for those just tuned in, I mean, there's a, in Missoula, there's only 34 SFR homes, single family resident homes for sale. And that's 34. the entire county. Whole county, 64. That's, so that's Missoula, 34 oh, and the in whole county 64. Three. Think about that. Holy cow. Usually three to four hundred, right? So all right. So we were talking about before the break that that demanding a price accountability, agents need to reach out and talk to the people that they know and new people. So mm-hmm. people just you know, I am I'm, I'm 46 years old. I, I know it only looks like I'm 22. <laughs> you know, and then I that I dyed my hair gray. Anti- but the, aging serum. they do that. Yeah, anti- yeah. But, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is I have never once been bitten in 46 years for reaching out and, 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 and telling someone what I do for a living. Right. I mean, not one time. I don't yeah. have any bite marks. It's not, it's
0: not like you're a lawyer yeah, or anything. A, yeah, <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, it's like, I hear an ambulance. Here I go. <laughs> no, that is not what's going. So, uh, people and then people really need to let us know if they would sell. If somebody's afraid of selling because they can't find their next place, make it known. Because sometimes we just have a buyer and we don't have to list it. We can align you. And sometimes maybe you want their house. Yeah. yeah. You can't have pocket listings in the state of Montana. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying if you're vocal and other people are vocal, we could all get together you know, imagine, and, and and then we could we could solve it that way by just having a list of people who would allow their house to be bought if they could find something, if that list is long enough. Granted, yes, we want to put it on the MLS, but again, you know, and we have to walk around this, cooper- not walk around, but we have to really be careful with this
0: cooperation law that they have at the MLS, but it is what it is. If someone wants to sell their house, that's not a pocket listing. I'm 100% in that boat, by the way, and I'm, right. I'm ready to sell if yep. I wasn't so scared about where I'm going to go it, next.
1: It, it's it's important. If enough people are vocal about their, their willingness to sell, if these certain demands could be met, we wouldn't have an inventory problem. Speak up, everybody, party people. Speak up. Um, Teach agents how to list and sell. I'm I'm heck bent on doing that, and I'm just going to, I'm not going to be, I'm going to, I don't care. I'll go tell someone a hundred ways to sell a dang home properly. Mm -hmm. 99% of them won't do it. So I'm not afraid to tell every single person step-by-step what I do. I went over my marketing report last week. They could just take that and run with it. But you know, the fact of the matter is, it comes down to work ethic. And doing stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable in this or anything in life.
0: Right, you got you know, get outside the box. Step yeah,
1: outside the box. I'm passionate <laughs> about that. That's right. Um, what else? Uh, no one, no one in the market teaches proper techniques, in my opinion, on how to how to take listings outside of the people that they know. So, how do you go and talk to people who you don't know? You know, I mean, we're giving miles. God gave his miles for a reason. Right. And, and the thing is to, to brighten someone's day, to encourage people, and to tell them, you know, if you're going to be, you know, supporting your family, there's no reason why you shouldn't go talk to new people every day. I just don't understand
0: it. And, and you know, buy a house that you think, you know, yeah. would look great on the market and just yep. give them a call? Just, just follow, in. knock on the
1: door and say, any there's plans wait. on selling? I've got some buyers. You know, we call through neighborhoods every day. If someone says, Jason, we need a three-bedroom, two-bath home, especially for our sellers who have entrusted us to sell their home, we'll call through a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We'll go door knock a neighborhood. We'll try, We'll hunt that house down. Yeah. The thing about it is, yeah, it is hard. if, you, if There's
0: no effort put forth. Why know? did I just picture you like Crocodile Hunter when you said, we'll hunt that house down? You're like, Cause there's, you, there's a
1: perfect cause one Because when right you drive there. by my house, every time on your ride home, I'm doing something redneck <laughs> yeah. out there. You see it? <laughs> there, there's the perfect house right there. <laughs> uh, I got a story after, the, after we're off the air. <laughs> Can't say it on the air. So uh, anyway, um, it, also builders need to build more, but they're, they're scared of another bubble. Okay, yeah. they're scared of another bubble. They're scared, you know, that the that they can't get the material, that the prices are going to rise up too much, and then the prices will drop, and they'll be stuck kind of somewhere in limbo. I get it. Um, Experienced agents are walking away from unreasonable sellers, and uh, just throw something at me when we get close. We good? On no, we good. Go ahead. Okay, awesome. Yeah, just just kick me or whatever you do. Uh, Experienced agents are walking away from unreasonable sellers. Unreasonable sellers are people who are just you know say, well, if I could get a million, I'd list my home, and it's worth three hundred k. Yeah, if that give market's me a not break. that good. Yeah, yeah, give give a a break. Break. yeah. I know. Um, I think a lot of agents are relying on like social media, um, just simply because they use like those filters that make their eyes look weird. <laughs> you know, they look really bad. They look really good. Yeah. But I, I think they're relying on social media versus like good old like you know communication skills. Like, there's nothing like I don't want to do a Zoom with you. Um, I want or, or do a listing appointment over the phone. I want to be. I want to be belly to belly. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like I want to go meet people. I like, say so, some people doesn't want me there or whatever. If, if they, you know, you know they'd rather just do a phone call because you know I look better that way or whatever. That's fine. I can do it's that. All about the handshake. And Man, we fives. just got to get in front of people. Yeah, you know that's just what we got to do, right? Um, so I think people rely too much on social media and just like the easier way or the easy button. Um, pick up the phone, and um, and I think some of the local team leaders are kind of sort of getting out of production and, and not taking as much listings, relying on their team to do it. And what ha- you can do that to a point, but I really think the team leaders locally need to stay in production, at least for the time being. Um, like myself, I'm, I, I do, you know, 99% of the listings on my team. I'm certainly teaching my team how to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, if I got out of production, it would, you know, prevent 75 to 80 listings going on the market every year. Um, you know, in my, in my, our best year, I I think I did 95 or a hundred listings taken. Mm -hmm. And, um, But, you know, inventory is limited. I'm not taking, I'm trying four times harder to take, you know, 10 or 15 less per year. Um, But the effort is still there. So I really think that, uh, you know, team leaders need to be uh, beating the streets and setting an example for their team. And. And uh, if they're setting an example for the team, or they're in the trenches with their team, I truly believe that uh, you know by osmosis
0: their team will get better, and therefore
1: more listings will be
0: taken. So, yeah. speaking yeah. of listings, do we have a featured listing? I got one man
1: on Ranch Club Road, eighty-one twenty-seven Ranch Club Road. It's about a third of an acre, right on the fifteenth hole. On the fifteenth, 15th fifteenth 15th 15th hole. Right? Think of that—you could have a golf ball business. <laughs> I mean, think of the possibilities. You could have broken windows <laughs> and a golf balls, slightly ball. used,
0: yeah. slightly yeah. used golf balls. Great lot, you know. Great
1: lot. Great views, north facing it views. Out there. It's, oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's such a good golf course. Yeah, I like it oh, out there and uh, it'll be a great lot. It's listed at $199.99 and it's uh, uh, perfectly situated right there and um, we have plans too uh, that could be looked at so it's, well, just, as far it's as ready to go. House, yeah, this, my plans. clients were right about to build a house there and just, uh, you know, again, it was going to take too long for the house to be built with the builder that they wanted to use, but there's plans and everything out there so it's ready, it's to, go. Just ready to go. 199 dollars baby. Start putting sticks. And that's what they're all selling for out there so that's not overpriced. So. yeah,
0: Great, so yeah. you can find that on the website. You can find can that Jason at
1: jasonbakerteam.com. Scroll down to the bottom. All my listings are sitting right there. Other ways to get a hold of you? or drive by my farm in Florence and just throw something at me right over the fence. Courier pigeons. Courier pigeons. That works. No, do not. If a pigeon flies over my place. (laughs) If a pigeon flies, it dies, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you missed any of our previous episodes, know that our podcast is up at NewstalkKGBO.com and as always, Jason, has been a pleasure. We'll see you next Sunday. Love it, bro.